time I've played piano forever. <laughs> Don't act like that was you, Johnny. <laughs> it was the inner Jerry Lee Lewis. When can a little, you play piano? A little inner, inner Jerry Lee Lewis in there. Contained, since we were in a Baptist church. Oh. I snuck in a peanut butter and jelly. Don't tell Miss Judy. <laughs> yeah, Miss Judy's in the other room cleaning. Oh, oh, oh man. You know you're going to have a hard time getting up. Oh, I'm just glad I get to come and, like, just talk. Yeah, it's been a while. We are saying on the way in that it's probably been, like, two months. It's been a year since Johnny's been here. My goodness, guys. Guys, come on. That's what happens when you get old. You take new ministries. Yeah. Youth group. You lose later. your first love. Oh, no. <laughs> I still get on and check, and I'm like, how many listeners did we have? 742 last yeah. week. Yeah, we did, uh, actually. Not there yet. <sighs> come on, listener. Tell somebody. Come on. As long as we're posted on Pinterest, I think we'll keep growing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've been trying to get you guys posting on there for years. I need to make a Pinterest account. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna pin. I I'll get on full. It has been a while though. Yeah, it is. For me, at least. So that means he's full of words. Yeah. Oh man, I'm means he's got a lot of stuff to talk about. Ugh. Full of words. Or are you full of the Holy Spirit? Man, I just gotta put my beak down in the soil. The Lord provide a worm. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Good. Last night, Tony was getting so worked up. He's like reading about <laughs> them birds. He's reading about birds them. in the air. He said, "Them birds, they don't, they don't make no nests. They have no barn. They don't get no food from nobody." He said, "When they're hungry, they stick their beak right in the ground." And pull out a worm. <laughs> the Lord gives them that. I was like, yes. Hey, man. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, that's right. Man, you ain't kidding, though. That's good. That's real good. It was so funny. Just, I, thought I was the only one that was laughing, though. But None of the youth kids really, like, picked up on it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think one of them was like, "How do you?" You said, "How do the birds uh, get their food?" And somebody said, "Like birds eat." And you were like, "No, <laughs> birds eat." <laughs> <birds. laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like birds. I mean, it's true, but he's like, "No, about, the bird gets hungry. <laughs> he sticks his beak right in the ground, pulls out a worm." I mean, I I ain't never seen I ain't never seen a hungry bird. Uh-uh. No. You ever seen a hungry bird? Yeah, have you ever seen a hungry bird? No. No, because no, they're normally sticking their beak. You ever seen an u- you ever seen an ugly flower? <laughs> no. Oh, man, they all God fall. takes care of it. Uh-huh. And here we are. Oh, woe is me. Mm. Pity me. Well. Yeah. So what's the update? I need an update. It's been a while. A gossip update? I need a gossip update. Uh, I need a gospel the gossip. The basketball team is 2-2. Two uh, two. I want, I want to know how many... Against... How I mean, is Eli getting points in the paint? You know, like, what are we last averaging week, here? Did you, how many did you get last you week? said two points. That's uh, it. That's barbecue chicken. <laughs> barbecue chicken, eat cooking. 
<laughs> two points with – could go with two points. Had an eight-point game. The, the week before he did good. Who's our leading scorer? Butters. 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 Shout out. Shout out, Butters. And then Kai. Normally. Are you not playing? I did play a lot last yeah. last night. Or was it Tuesday night? Tuesday but night. I did I shot four times. I went I wasn't on. You know, great shooters keep shooting, David. Well, Bobby kept shooting. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Bobby he shoots he's a he likes to shoot. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's either he's either hot or he's trying to get hot. Never cold though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never cold. No, he don't. He just. He has no feelings when it comes to. He's trying to get back hot. Yeah. But that's a great shooter. shooters. That's that's a shooter. They don't Shooters care. gonna shoot. Yeah. They have no memory. They just keep popping them. Yeah, he did. Good. He so we're two and two. Our basketball team's two and two. Yeah, we've lost to Harden and Westside. B team. Shout out to them. They beat us fair and square. Yep. But they better practice up because come tournament time, it ain't going to be the same result. Uh, we got a chip on our shoulder now. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. What else is going on? I hear you're going to be able to preach Sunday. Yeah. In really? March. Not this Sunday. Really? Yeah. You're going to tell people about Jesus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Ain't nothing get worked up over, you know. I've been praying about it. Yeah. But. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. You're going to like this. So, I preach on a Wednesday night. Which is, I've done that before here. Can the youth come over here? If you want to, unless you want to teach them. No, let's come over here. <laughs> I've, I've, I've preached on a. I have, um, throughout my life, I have taught classes, done lots of devotionals. At my old church, I preached on a Sunday morning one time. That was back in 2016. Just once. I come here. You remember last time? Our associate pastor lost his voice like two hours before church, and I didn't have but two hours to prepare something. Yeah, it was crazy. It's a Wednesday night, wasn't it? Yeah, and you and I talked that day about what God wanted from us, and it was a Wednesday night, so I preached here on a Wednesday night, and so like, and then of course I've taught Sunday school, so I ain't got no problem talking in front of people, but it's just like what I've been struggling with. I say struggle. What I've been praying about is. What does God want me to talk about? I, I could talk to the brick wall. Yeah. I don't care if I don't get nervous or worked up over uh, the amount of people. I get more nervous about the things that come out of my mouth because you say one wrong thing. You say one thing that someone disagrees with. You say one thing that could be controversial. You lose everyone. You lose that person's attention if they don't agree with that. So I struggle with. Not I struggle with not only what I need to talk about, what the Lord wants me to talk about, but then I struggle with, I say struggle, I pray about uh, the words that actually come out of my mouth, the things that I say, the 
the truths that come out of my mouth, the uh, scripture that comes out of my mouth. I don't want to take anything out of context. And so, yeah, point being, on a Wednesday night, I'll be here in March. I'll be preaching. Sun, then, I, then this following Sunday morning, David, you're going to like this. Mm-mm. The following Sunday morning <clears throat> is Palm Sunday. Are you going to do the Hosanna thing? So here's what's interesting this year of 2024 about Palm Sunday. We celebrate Palm Sunday as Christians. Our Jewish friends are celebrating a holiday called Purim. That holiday was established based on what Esther did for the people. Mm. When she went to the king and proclaimed, you know, the Jews are, there's a plot out here to annihilate my people, right? And so they're seeking deliverance. They're seeking rescue. They're seeking to be saved. And because of what Esther did and what Mordecai did, um, the Jews celebrate a holiday called Purim, uh, P-U-R-I-M. This year it falls on Palm Sunday. Well, what's Palm Sunday about? Palm Sunday is about Hosanna. He comes in, right? It's the final week of Jesus. He enters into the city and everyone's shouting Hosanna, Hosanna, which I think it's Psalm 118. What that literally means is save us. What they are crying when we read Hosanna, what they are crying is save us, save us. Save us. Blessed is he who's coming to save us. Right? So on Palm Sunday, we're celebrating a Savior who comes to save us. And our Jewish friends are celebrating Purim, which is a holiday of when God saved them. (laughs) And you know, I've been, because of an influence of you, David, as a friend, it's amazing how God can use friends to pull you back into Scripture and show you things. For a year and a half, I've been living with Esther. I've been living with Hannah, don't get me wrong. My wife, I've been living with Hannah. But I've been living with Esther. And then it ain't no coincidence. It just so happens that the one Sunday I preach is also the day that the people around the world are celebrating Purim, which which comes from Esther. So I'm, I'm excited. I have no doubt in my mind that God wants me to talk about that i have no doubt in my mind that that's kind of what needs to drive is that fact that we serve a god who delivers us we serve a god who came two thousand years ago to save us right you saw that at the cross you saw that how god had a plan in the story of esther of how he would save his people and through those people comes a messiah so it all makes sense and it just so happens it all falls on this sunday uh so I just got to figure out what it is that God wants me to say. But I know that based on where my life has been the past year and a half, that's where I need to be focused. And then the following Sunday is Easter, which, of course, our church does a sunrise service. And I'll be doing the uh, sunrise service uh, that day as well. So, yeah, lots coming up. Man, that was a good preliminary. Yeah. uh, Taste. Yeah, shout out. You're gonna get I'm gonna get pumped up. Yeah. You better everybody who's listening better be here yeah. on Sunday morning. Uh you can leave them on, Miss Judy. Okay. Thank you. We'll turn them off. Thank you. I just heard out of that. Are you gonna do it all? Uh yeah.
And not all of it. You're going to preach that Sunday? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, great. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Yeah. Are you going to be here? Good. The Lord will have a word. The Lord will have a word for us. Great. I think we ought to make you our assistant pastor. <laughs> I don't know about that, Miss Judy. Uh, are you the one that does that, the nominating? No, but I do a lot of talking about it. Well, <laughs> hey, we got, we got Eli in here too now. She's, she's got a bigger pull than you think. Yeah. She works in the garden with the preacher. We think the deacons have a say, but it's really Miss Judy. It's deacons, Miss Judy, then Brett. Yeah. Ha! I'm just kidding. How's your dad doing? He's a lot better. Is he home? Yes, he is home and he's walking around. Answered prayers. Yeah, I prayed about that last podcast. Did they do stents or they did open heart surgery? They did an open heart on. well, they did an operation like they did a bypass. They could have done an uh, open heart, but they did it through a scope, which there was complications, but through prayer and the Lord being in control, the complications didn't matter. So So they didn't have to. They didn't open them up. They scoped it and they Gosh, did a bypass. that's a big deal. Yeah. Because Donald had a time with that. See, it happened like in February and all that summer he had a time with it. Of course, you still can't lift a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So. But then he was okay. So that was good. Mm-hmm. But my, my friend, De- I mean my, ne- my niece Debbie had robotic surgery where they go through like this Mm -hmm. take a vein out of your boob and that's artery that's what they used yeah they did something like that i think Mm. oh okay they did like a bypass but they had to come up through the side and then they had to make two incisions here to get the scoping and everything so oh okay uh y'all are the I'm excited about you taking over the service. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yes, it will be. Yeah, he's going to put you in your place. (laughs) 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 Hey, I'm not scared. (laughs) Bye. Miss Judy. (laughs) All right, so. I just had to stop the recording. Ed, we'll edit some of that out, maybe. No. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're not going to. I don't know how the church is up here. There's real people here. All right. We're back, though. We're back. We just had a small, slight little intermission. Miss Judy came and talked to us. We're back. I don't really know where we were, though. Oh, I want to um, say something. We did the preliminary on Jonathan's Sunday. What he's preaching is like two weeks or first week of March or uh no it's March twentieth is the Wednesday night. March twenty fourth is Palm Sunday and then March thirty first is Easter Sunday. Easter's earlier this year. Um so yeah. And then a comment on the you were saying something there about like knowing what to say and um uh, what you should 
you know, you sense that you have something to talk about for Palm Sunday and all that. But, you know, like you, you when you were sitting there saying that, I was, the Lord was just, I sensed the Holy Spirit telling me, you know, you can't go wrong by saying all truth. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the less you get involved with, you know, the, just, you know, what you give them through this is all he wants. Right. Like, and that's how good the Holy Spirit is. Like, he's not, and I know you're a perfectionist, and I know you'll study and do great, but at the same time, like, you can't go wrong by yeah being real close to this. Yeah. That's, we forget, I think we forget the power of just the verses, of just the Bible, of just God's Word. Like, you could just, if, it one, it's important for you to know God's Word, right? But then if you just start reading it, and stringing it all together. Mm-hmm. Like you hear me all the time. I, I have it memorized, which I think we should all ha- have it memorized. First Timothy 2, 4. God has a desire for all to be saved, but there's a problem. All have sinned, Romans three twenty three, Right? And the wages of sin is death. But God so loved you, John three sixteen. He loved you so much that he gave his only life for you. And so Jesus Christ, John fourteen six is the way, the truth, and the life. Right? That's five, six verses right there. Bam, 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 bam. That's all. I didn't put any other words in it. That is just the verses tied together. And we forget how powerful God's Word is. It's living. It's active. It's it's moving. It pierces people's heart. And that's so cool because that's His job. (laughs) Like, that's the Holy Spirit. Like, the simplicity of the gospel is what we're saying. It's like... It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And if Eli reads it, Johnny reads it, or I read it, you know, it, it's God's work. Like, yeah. it's God breathe. It's it's going to speak when it where it needs to speak and when it yeah. needs to speak yeah. and who it needs to speak. And I think Brett does a great job at, even through his sermons, he does a lot of different scriptures normally. And he'll get all the way from Psalms to, you know, He'll have 15, 20 different scriptures in different areas of the Bible, which he gives that opportunity for the Word of God to speak through him to the people. And I think he does a great job because there'll be Sundays that he literally will be talking about certain things, but then the verses he uses are exactly what I've been struggling with. You know, and so that's the power of the gospel. And, you know, you're saying that battle or that thought process you know a lot i would break that down and just say lord no that's your job like i'm gonna make sure i i give enough truth that you can't go wrong by you know even if i think the one of the best speakers just sat there and read the bible because he genuinely genuinely understood right that that's all he had to do and i think that's you know, remembering now, I think, is key in the studying process and trusting. And I think that takes away the worry, the stress, the because we want to carry that because I've prepared and tried to teach. And, you know, it, you definitely, you want to do, like you said, you want to give God the right justice. You don't want to say anything wrong. You don't. Yeah. And that respect of who Jesus is. And you're telling someone about that, you better be living it, you know? Like, it means nothing if you're going to sit there and preach opinion or this or that and the other. But when you preach scripture, before you preach it, 
and you're studying it, it really works in your heart, and then it sh it shines out. So, yeah, I mean, I was just commenting on that, but yeah, you definitely got to live it out. Yeah, and then that's you know, so one, I need prayers mm -hmm. from y'all, yeah. both of you, and then of course the listener, but. I need prayers this next month as we go as we head up to that. I'm gonna read two verses here. Yeah. It says in Psalms one forty five, nineteen, the Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. And then in Psalms one forty seven uh, five it says, Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. And those are just like we said, the Word is powerful. And those two things right there, having the Lord close um, and getting your, like you said, us praying for you, yeah, surrendering, I mean, all that. Man, I, I'm excited to see what the Lord can do through you. I, I mean, God has given you the ability to speak for sure. But yeah. like, I, like you said, you know, knowing not to speak too much or to give... Right. You know, I get, that's what I'm just trying to say with... I mean, don't get me wrong. It is nerve-wracking. But, once again, that's why I want the prayer. I need the prayer. I need the prayers. I need people praying over me as we prepare. But, two, you know, it's not like I do this every single day. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not the... I'm not a pastor of a church. I'm not a preacher. I don't prepare three sermons a day. And so the fact that three sermons a week. And so the fact that luckily <laughs> I have more than two hours to prepare, you know, it's like you almost put too much thought into it. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to put too much thought into it. We need just to pray that the spirit speaks and the spirit moves. So it's, the spirit can, is, I don't know how people do it. I'm not one of those people. I don't think I am. I think over time we'll all get there, but I just can't look at a verse and just go and talk for 20 minutes. You know, I got to sit down and I want to think about my words and I want to think about the message I want to give and think about that. And I, I think that comes with time. You know, you watch these guys on TV. I was watching some guy on TV with my granddad yesterday or two days ago. I mean, he just like read a thing from the Bible and then he walked away from his notes and just started going. I'm like, man, I want to be so filled with the Holy Spirit that I don't even got to think. It's a whole. It's a Holy Spirit speaking through me, right? I'm just a vessel. I'm just a mouth that's moving. Vulnerable to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. You know, even through preparation, I think is key. I think God wants us to prepare. I mean, if you look at all the armies and the battles that were faced, they picked the best man. You yeah. know, they, they picked the best they, soldiers. They did, and like the you elite. Know, they they worked at it. How were they? How were the? How were they the best soldiers? <laughs> they do push ups. Yeah, they were working hard. How do you get that name? They were working out. They were weeding out the people that the weak ones couldn't throw the the javelin forty yards because yeah. we don't want them. So you know, I think at the same time, it's in our nature uh, to you know want to yeah do a great job for the Lord and prepare and that's wise but also being like you just said being vulnerable to the holy spirit because even though you know you don't want that preparation to be self yeah prepared like i've went through that like you know what i'm saying yeah. like 
But like, and then also I have a month to prepare. I've had, I've had two months to prepare. I've known about it for a month. I've known these were the days mm -hmm. that it was going to, that, right? And so you find yourself just preparing and preparing and preparing just for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, which is, which is a great thing. But what happens when I don't have a, two months to prepare? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, wow. I could I could get up here in a few weeks and preach the greatest sermon anyone's ever heard mm -hmm. because, because I had two months to prepare for it, right? But then what happens if I'm called two hours later to go preach in some church and I ain't got I ain't prepared for it? You know what I'm saying? I, I got instead of two months, I got twenty minutes. That's where that's so that's where I'm that's why my mind that's why I say I want to be so full of the Holy Spirit. I want to be right with the Lord. I want to be live my life so in tune with the Lord, man. I just got to open my mouth and His Word speaks. Yeah. And that's our goal yeah. as Christians. Whether whether you're standing before anyone or not, every single one of us, I think, has a responsibility to teach the gospel, to tell the gospel, right? And, and it does, I think it does you got to take time to understand it. you got to take time to understand, to read the words and uh, know the passages, know the verses by heart so that you can tell people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be praying. I definitely think we should all just know a couple verses, especially about like salvation. You never know when you'll, like run into somebody who, and the Lord puts you in a situation where you have that opportunity to tell somebody. Right. You know, you, you should always, this is a, your, your armor. You should right. always be ready for battle. Always be ready. Doesn't it, doesn't Paul say that always, or be ready to give an answer or is that the Lord? Uh, it might be the Lord. Peter, it's maybe it was in Peter. To be get to. Always be ready to uh, give an excuse. Answer, give an excuse for the reason that the hope, for the hope that you have, or, or something like that, in season and out of season. Yep. Knowing what you believe in. Knowing what you believe in. Always be ready to do that. Yeah, and that's a good thought, like to always be thinking about that. Because yeah. you learn how to talk to people yeah. through that. Just that, and then you start to understand the gospel even more with mm -hmm. that thought process. Right. Just all, I mean, even if you just read the Old Testament, any verse you read, any passage you read, it points you back to Jesus. I think with just a little bit of effort and a little bit of the Holy Spirit, well, I say all Holy Spirit, excuse me, but there is time where you just got to sit and think for a second. You got to have some logical thinking, right? But you can see Jesus in it all. You can see Jesus in the people of the Old Testament. You can see Jesus in the places of the Old Testament. You can see Jesus in the sacrifices in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, you see Jesus, right? And then you see what Jesus wants in his church. With just a little bit of help, if you will. You see what God wants in the Bible and through us and for us. And it just takes time to sit down and to study and to read and to prepare, you know, Verses of salvation, John three sixteen, right? That has everything in it. For God so loved the world, 
How much did he love it? He demonstrated his love for you. Romans 5, 8, that while you were a sinner, Christ died for you. While you were a sinner, while you were hostile towards God. James 4, 4, don't you know that being a friend of this world makes you an enemy of God? Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God, but the wages and the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. So that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Amen. And every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Mm. Man, he saved us, Titus 3, 5, not according to works done by us in righteousness, uh, but according to his grace and according to his mercy and the washing and regeneration of the Holy Spirit. It's been too many months that I've been since I've been here, and I'm fired up. Yeah, bring it. Amen. You just and and that's that's one thing that I have prayed about, and I have worked on personally. It's just it's just like football. I mean, just like basketball. It's just like football. Just like tennis. Just like hockey. It's just like soccer. Right? You go to practice with your team. Right. But then you're expected to work at your craft on your own. Mm-hmm. Right? You work as a team. You work as a unit. You play basketball. You five players. We're going to pr- come to practice and we're going to work as a unit. But you need to be shooting free throws on your own time. We ain't got time to be doing that in practice. We got to do team things here. Right? Same with church. We are do team things here. We prepare each other we lift each other up. Don't forsake the fellowship of the brethren. We lift each other up. We come. We do this on Thursday nights as brothers, and we come, and we serve, and we just come together, and we encourage each other. But Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, any other time we're not together, we need to be pre- perfecting our craft, studying the Bible, in uh, 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 fellowship with the Lord, in prayer, Right, having some quiet time with him, just meditating, meditating. Blessed is he who meditates on the law of the Lord, day and night. He should be like a tree planted by the streams of water, who yields fruit in due season. Huh? There's season again. Be prepared in season, in season and out of season. You better be prepared. How do you be prepared? You meditate on the law of the Lord, and in due season you'll yield fruit. Man, it just makes all perfect sense. It all ties in together. Yeah. Mm. Go. <laughs> and like this all is coming from the gospel. Yeah. Those are not my words. Right. You know, and you're gaining confidence. We're gaining confidence. The listener's gaining confidence through his word and just proclaiming that and saying that. And if you do that every day and you run through different verses and and, and just because you have hope in Jesus, you know, He promises to give those fruits of the Spirit that yeah. we all long for. We mm-hmm. all, you know, want and need to, you know, have, find contentment in our lives. And, you know, that's, man, it's just awesome to see how you recite and hear God's Word, and it brings you joy. It brings you confidence. The more Jonathan recites scripture, the more excited he gets. Why is that? Because he believes in it. There's hope there. There's confidence in there. There's, And so the same can happen to you. If there's no confidence in your life, there's no hope there. You know, you find your hope in Jesus. And where is Jesus? Jesus is the Word. Yeah. And so 
there's it's so neat just to hear him recite that and we come in here every week and we gain confidence not through you know we sure our our unity here but we're going for the gospel we're trying to get fed here and to uh, get encouraged to find joy and hope and to remind each other of who jesus is and man keep on going like and that's what we're to do as christians to encourage each other um, and it's awesome to see that when Jonathan comes in and yeah. talks. Yeah. He's been gone for two months. He comes in, yep. fired up, I ready to go. I can, tell, hey. I can yeah. definitely tell he's been studying he's been a lot. that up. Because <laughs> he's got a lot in there right <laughs> <Man>. now. Man. <laughs> he's, he's been waiting for this one. He's been filled up. Here yeah, I've been, uh, need, uh, I need to keep getting filled up. We all need to keep getting filled up. Yeah. I, the other day I was uh, taking my friend home, and I was just talking to him or whatever and telling him the important like how important it is to like just stay in the word and also how a week without the word compared to a week where you're in the word and you're in tune is just a it's a completely different week mm-hmm. it really is you know you wake up take some time read your bible your day will be well your day will be just so much better than you know just yeah and even just you know praying just start starting off your your day with the Lord is it just it's such a different day you know uh, Matthew six thirty three seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you you know it's a, seek seek first you know first thing you do seek first the kingdom of God that's you know praying when you first wake up uh, and it's it's hard to just you know, every morning it's hard. It's a it's a struggle. It is like every morning you wake up, you're like, well, I need to take time out of my day to pray. Like you need to, I have to sit like every time I touch my toothbrush or something. It's like all right, yeah, pray. Need to pray. I, I have a reminder on my phone every morning at uh, like 5 a.m. Take a moment to pray. It's just little things like that that just keep you going. And like David was saying, it just just gives you energy. Jonathan's fired up right now because he just read scripture for 10 minutes straight and he's over here bouncing off the walls it's just it does something to you you know you need it's important to stay in the word mm-hmm. and i'm a i'm a bad prayer yeah i'm bad as long as you're talking to him it don't matter yeah i i i do struggle with finding myself going throughout the day and being like yeah. Wait a second. I ain't prayed. I ain't thank God for waking me up. I ain't done this. And it's not out of a lot of people are like, well, that's very legalistic. Like you shouldn't have to like sit down a prayer time, but you want to talk to the Lord, yeah. right? It's not it, it, it's not like he's your wife and you see him yeah. visibly in your house and you say, "Good morning. How are you?" Right? Thank you for breakfast, all these things, right? You've got to, like, have it in your mind. That's why it says set your mind on the things above. you got to have it in your mind to talk to him. you got to have it instilled in your mind to cry out to him and to call out to him and to praise him. Matthew 6, 33, right? He says, seek first the kingdom of God. And why does he say that? Because the people were struggling. They were struggling with doubt. They were struggling with worry, Right? It's what we talked about last night, David. Uh-oh. They were struggling. They Uh-oh. were worried. The people were worried. Right? And he says, he says, look at the birds of the air. Yeah. 
Have you ever seen a hungry bird? I have never laid my eyes on a hungry bird. Dead bird. I've seen a dead bird. I've seen a baby bird. <laughs> Either dead or flying. But I ain't never seen one that's hungry. Can't say that I have. No. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they're hungry or not. But according to Scripture, I'm going to assume they're not hungry. Why? Because the Scripture says He provides for them. What's that look like? Yeah, people like us put out bird feeders. Feed them. But no. no, what about them birds who ain't got no bird feeders? They stick their beak down in the dirt and there's a worm right there. <laughs> and he pulls out and God's like, I gave you that worm. Uh, Have you ever seen an ugly flower, an ugly lily? No, God clothes them. They're beautiful. And so he says, don't worry about it, child. I got you. Yeah. But what are you supposed to do? Seek first the kingdom in everything that you do. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Every bit of yourself. Every ounce. Here's another one in Joshua 1, 8, 9. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. And thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. I have, not, have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Promise. He is with you. Yeah. Never leaves you, never forsakes you. Right here in my Bible it says, uh, Matthew 7, 7, Ask and will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open for you. Mm. And Psalm 73, 26, My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. What about your verse, David, Isaiah 26, 3? 26, 3 and 4. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust in the Lord forever, for everlasting strength. Hallelujah. Man. That's good. Yeah. So what's the what's the what's the takeaway from all this? I think we see that we just came in here and started talking or reading scriptures, reciting scripture, and it rejuvenates us. Yeah, yeah I'm fired up. Oh yeah. So like, you know, the podcast listener to us, we see it, we feel it, we know it. Um, but just you know, sitting down. Recite some scripture that you know. Uh, I know everyone knows scripture. And what happens is the confidence, the hope, the joy comes back. And when that's back, Jesus is number one. And when Jesus is near, you know, his strength. And I read in Psalms at the very beginning. It says, The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. To all that call upon him in truth. And that's what we've done tonight. Yeah. We've recited truth. Uh, and he's going to be close. Because we've ca- we're oh, talking. Yeah. About, and it's in Psalms 146.18. I like that one. And then if you if you look over there at Psalms 147.5. That's a really good one. Psalm 146. 146.18. Or 145.18. Sorry. Oh yeah. I see it. I see it. My bad. And then what? 
And then 147.5. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got that one underlined already. Oh. oh. That's a, he's he's been studying. That's a secret weapon. He's yeah. I already had that one. Bro, that's all. Wow. So we just saw how scripture rejuvenates, um, which is what you said about renewing your mind. Um, and I think that's how it says to overcome. How do you overcome evil, which happens every day? You got to mm-hmm. renew your mind in the Word. So we came in here. We had no subject. We probably somebody no. might have. We didn't even talk about it. No, no I didn't have nothing. I didn't either. I had nothing. So we come in here. We cite scripture, and, the and Lord it flows. Just moves. The Holy Spirit comes down. All right. Moves through us, and now we just made a fifty-minute podcast of. 50 minutes? I don't know how long it is. Probably. I, I don't know how long uh, it is. Just reciting scripture yeah, just for the most part. Yeah. Man. Just talking about the Lord. and It's crazy when us three, or not just us three in general, anybody gets together and just talks about the Lord. You know, you, the Lord just uh, intervenes and starts. I have to, like, right now, I have to go back and, like, when I get home and, like, re-listen. I don't even know what I've said. Like, the Lord just... I just he talks for me. Like I don't I don't know what all has been said, what I've said. It's just something about that name. Mm. Yes. Something about that name, David. Donnie, you wanna pray? Yeah, I'll pray for us. Do we have any prayer requests? On the Jonathan. website? On the Pinterest site. On the Pinterest? Prayer answered. About your dad? Yeah, that's the answer. Yeah, Daryl. There was definitely complications there. It was weird because I think the doctor really messed up a lot of stuff, but I think the Lord was like, this idiot screwed up a lot of stuff. Like, he <laughs> scraped his lung. Yeah. There's blood everywhere. It shouldn't have been. The heart had fatty tissue more than it should have. Like, he got in there, didn't know all this stuff. Like, it was complication after complication. But it was like, mm. it didn't matter. Yeah, the Lord had it. You know, like, and I think that's awesome to see, even though through that time of this is going to be a three-hour surgery to a ten-hour surgery, like, God, that's how powerful God yeah. is. Like, He controls mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and I'm a mistake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, if you think about the mistakes we make, yeah. Like, through, I, I just sense that through that surgeon's mistakes, it didn't matter. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know, it just showed me, yes, people do need to plan and practice and perform and, and go with schemed and well, and we hope for the best. But at the end of the day, right? he's in control. Total control. Mm-hmm. And that and, same with you, Jonathan, you know, preaching. You know, you can overthink it and... Everything, but at the end of the day, you know, God's in control. Yep. Yeah. Let him have it. Yeah. Do one of these. Sprung <laughs> <laughs> the just get it here. <laughs> Brett would be watching all like, What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't I, I knew this kid speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> He's hitting people with his coat. Getting the Holy Spirit into him. <laughs> You got a pile of snakes back there. I got a box of snakes in here. And we're going to start something different. 
Brett, Brett's been kind of shy about this in the back, but who wants a snake? <laughs> if you're slain with the spear, you won't get bit. <laughs> Come on up. We're going to test who. Come on up. You right there. <laughs> like eight people die. <laughs> I'd be in prison. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brett's like, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Come visit you in prison. Uh, no, nah, seriously. That was a joke. That was a joke, guys. Yeah. That was not. <laughs> we don't handle snakes here. I don't think. All right. Lord, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for the opportunity to come and just cry out to you, Father, and just speak truth and speak life. Father, we do thank you uh, for the weather that you've given to us right now. Lord, it's uh, February 29th, leap year, uh, leap day, Father, and uh, you knew you wove it into the fabric of time, the fabric of existence that we'd be here recording a podcast. Father, we thank you uh, just for the sunshine, for the clouds, for the Ooh. rain, for it all, Lord. God, we just uh, we do pray over all the prayer requests, Father. We pray that this podcast goes and touches someone's heart, uh, touches someone's life, uh, Lord, and that you just speak to them through your scripture, not through our words, Father, but hide us behind the cross. Hide me behind the cross, Lord, uh, so that you alone get the glory, God. Lord, I do pray that you be with... Uh, me, Lord, I do pray that you uh, work on me, Father, and that you build me and that you fill me with the Holy Spirit, Lord, and that the words that come out of my mouth are just filtered through the Holy Spirit, Father, and uh, you just prepare my heart, uh, Father, for I'm humbled and I'm grateful for this opportunity to proclaim your word and proclaim your scripture, Father, and I do pray that you prepare the hearts of the people, Father, to receive your word. Father, we look forward to the things you're going to do. Lord, we look forward to uh, the work that you have in place. We thank you for the things that you have done in our life. Father, we're going to praise you. Father, we're going to praise you all the time, everywhere and anywhere that we go. Lord, we do lift up uh, David and Eli to you. Father, their faithfulness to serve you, faithfulness to cry out to you. Father, be with them and their families. Father, be with the listener, wherever they're at, whoever it is. Father, convict our lives, convict our hearts, Father, to, with a desire to know you more. Father, a desire to love you more. We love because you first loved us, Father, so we should be head over heels in love with you. Father, if you are awesome and worthy, be praised. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.